All right, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Bookwormies. I'm your host, Aaron Helton, here to take you down the road of nonfiction books. Today, we've got a small book that I like to come back to every now and then as a bit of a reminder of the simpler things in life and some values to hold tight. This book is Awakening Your Ikigai, which is How the Japanese Wake Up to Joy and Purpose Every Day by Ken Mogi. Now, the concept of Ikigai is basically that fulfillment in the smaller joys. It's encaptured in that singular word, and Ken Mogi actually talks a little bit about that individual word itself. Now, as far as coming back to this book, we are coming up on winter, and I think the November and December time is, as we lead into a new year, a lot of people start to buckle down, kind of hibernate, spend more time at home, and that's a naturally introspective time. And I think also, you know, with the holidays, right, we get a lot of triggering situations with family. Uh, I don't think I'm alone in that at all. And so we generally have this phase during winter of two or three months of reassessment, of figuring out what do I want to accomplish next year? Who do I want to be? You know, some of you may sit down and journal. Others may just simply want to survive the holidays. Others may be so stressed about what to get in Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate or wondering what New Year's resolution will I jump into and others are just enjoying the time off, snow days or moments of staying in bed a little longer and just enjoying the lazy days that can come up as you sit by the fire and warm up. And some are having nice 5 a.m. crisp autumn morning races, right? So for me personally, during this time, introspection, I actually have not gotten around to my assessment of next year. And because of that, I've come back to this book. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the process of Ikigai and the five steps that Ken Mogi details for us. However, this book is pretty small. 210 pages. Uh, it's physically small, fits in your hand. I've got a couple books like that that I love to peruse and revisit. And this book came out, uh, I believe in Great Britain, it was in 2017, but in the USA, it was 2018 that it was published. And basically, I would sum this book up as gratitude, honestly. Um, there's also a phrase that's coming about online called glimmers, which are kind of the opposite of annoyances, I guess. Glimmers are like little moments of joy that you can find in your your day-to-day, and I think this book captures it very well. So without further ado, let's talk about the five pillars of Ikigai. So the five pillars, first, is starting small, which is about focusing on the details. Starting small. Now, when it comes to the details, I personally am a big fan of those. Uh, I tend to really focus on smaller things, given my bottom-up thinking. However, I think a lot of people really enjoy when their workspace or their desk looks very nice, when you have a clean home, or when all the laundry is just folded and just um, taken out of the washer and dryer and it's nice and um, warm and you get to kind of sit on them before you uh, fold them. At least I do. I like that little warm pile on my bed. Especially your pets probably do too. And starting small is about those details. A lot of times we talk about joy and happiness and we focus so much on big goals that we lose track of all the little smiles that come from our day-to-day. And I think that's what this pillar really focuses on, is those smaller moments. 
Because if there's anything I've learned in coaching from my clients and even my own journey with it, when you start to focus on a habit or a goal or something is made aware, it's similar to when you get a new car and you start to see it everywhere. Well, if you start to tune in to small joys, you'll start to see them everywhere. The second pillar out of the five for Ikigai is releasing yourself. And what that means is about accepting yourself. Releasing yourself is about releasing the image you have of the person that you should be. Not the person that you want to be, but the person you should be. That expectation or that ego, basically, that you have. Releasing yourself is about releasing your ego and then accepting all the aspects of who you are right now. You know, I uh, mentioned about my introspective phase and I'm not quite there because my balance has been, well, off balance. And so when I think of releasing or accepting myself, releasing the person that I should be, you know, all these expectations I've put on myself or the expectations others have, I think about accepting who I am now. And, you know, let's talk about a lot of people who are single, like, oh, grass is greener on the other side. I want a relationship. People that are in relationships sometimes are, oh, I miss the single life. I miss the independence, you know, and there's waves of that on both sides of that. Different types of jobs, et cetera. There's a lot of moments where there's a lack of appreciation for where you're at. You know, you're not going to be single forever. And hey, you know, you can still find your independence in a healthy relationship. You just got to create that for yourself, right? It comes down to accepting like, hey, I am where I am because of the person in my past. And I am going to be who I'm going to be because of who I am right now. And accepting that, hey, this is a life stage and I should enjoy it while it lasts. You know, you think about moving from a beaten up, battered old home that you have to, it's a fixer upper. That's the phrase that we would use, fixer upper. And you go to this fancier, newer house, but you kind of miss all the work that put in, you put into that older house. You know, you miss the fixer upper. Some days you might miss the convenience of only cleaning a one room studio apartment, but you definitely appreciate the space of having a multi room house. The third pillar of Ikigai is harmony slash sustainability. And what this pillar talks about is basically relying on others, having a community around you that creates sustainable energy within yourself. I think of it like a band. You know, you have everybody plays their own instruments, but you all have a love of music. So surrounding yourself with people that fuel your energy and help you to become what you want to be, that leads to that harmony or is a sustainable environment in the sense of, oh, you know, if I'm at a low, I can lean on this person. And I feel joy when they lean on me because we support each other. We have that interdependence. And that leads to that harmony and sustainability, which is in and of itself a not so small, small joy. The fourth pillar of Ikigai is, I think, interesting. It is Joy of the little things. Wait, wait, hold on, Aaron. You talked about starting small as the first pillar. I know, but Ken Mogi talks about these pillars slightly differently. But number four is more of the straightforward joy in the little things. What this means, we talked about pillar one, which was starting small. And that's about, you know, cleaning house or adding little details. If you know, I deserve this. I need to help create larger happiness and larger changes to my life through starting small. Whereas this fourth pillar, the joy of the little things, I think about as similar to those glimmers. The question that I really ask is, 
look back to what you had for lunch or dinner or breakfast, whatever meal, you know, the snack, right? Whatever you ate last. Think about, did you really enjoy it? Or was it, hey, this is my lunch break. I'm working my nine to five. I am doing three people's jobs and I'm going to work while I eat. Yeah, I know some of you. I just caught you. I know. It happens to me too. And it happens to the best of us. Sometimes you're rushing and you got to do what you got to do. But I think about sitting when I eat. I think about being intentional. When I'm stuck at a red light, I enjoy the song that I have looped on my Spotify or Pandora or Apple Music, whatever you're using or whatever you're listening to this on, right? And I think, how can I turn this inconvenience into a blessing? That's what joy in the little things is about. Really enjoying the process of, oh, you know, I had this for lunch yesterday, but you know what? It's going to taste different today. Or sitting down and really taking that lunch break to yourself, you know, enjoying each spoonful of a little snack, a little yogurt, some Skittles or any uh candy you have sitting at a red light and just rolling down the window and breathing the air and saying, wow, this is a nice little moment outside, quote unquote, outside. The final pillar of Ikigai, and I think it's important to note that each of these pillars kind of lean on each other. It's a little bit of a pyramid, but a pyramid has four sides, so don't know what five would be. Pentagon, I think. So with that, the fifth pillar is being in the here and now. And as I said, it kind of leans on all the other. It's a little bit of a Venn diagram, but five ways. So we have, in order, starting small, releasing yourself and accepting your whole self, harmony slash sustainability, joy of the little things, and finally, being in the here and now. Being in the here and now makes a mention of flow. I think I had mentioned before the book Flow by Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi, if I'm pronouncing that right. But it was talking about the optimal zone of performance. And I think Ken Mogi also makes a note of that, talking about the zone and flow in the sense of being in the here and now, having something that lets you lose track of time in a good way, having something that you can get lost in, having a process that makes you just tune in. I think that's absolutely beautiful. And these are the five pillars that lead to Ikigai, you know, the joy in little moments that then create the foundation for a beautiful life. I would recommend this book to anybody who needs a reminder of the little things. As I mentioned, my balance was off and it still kind of is. But revisiting this book allows me to tune back into the little things. And so I would also recommend this book for me. But with that, those are the five pillars of Ikigai. I appreciate you for listening. As always, I'm Aaron Helton, your host, bringing you to the Bookwormies nonfiction section. And I will see you next time for another wonderful nonfiction book. We can take a bite out of together. Thank you. to this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. 
We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comments section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.